days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Ready to talk about matchups the 49ers can exploit on offense versus the Green Bay Packers. And anytime you're looking at an opposing team, you're looking to see which areas you can go ahead and attack, uh, areas that you can exploit. And that's exactly what the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan have been doing during the week. Uh, They have been looking for areas in which their playmakers can take advantage of a certain matchup or a certain situation. And with all things, these games are made of matchups. It's a matchup league. And finding those areas where you know your player can win is really huge. Uh, So going through the film and watching the Green Bay Packers, looking stats, uh, there's a lot of things you can discover about how they play defense and who their playmakers are on defense. You can also find some obvious avenues that the 49ers are going to look to take advantage of and exploit. The Green Bay Packers have some very talented players around, you know, the league. Uh, you would think that some of these guys are our top flight players. Uh, Jair Alexander, we don't know, you know what he's going to be. Uh, he probably will be listed as questionable in this game, and we'll see. I expect him to get out there and play and be a game-time decision. But there are other areas as well that you can find players on the Green Bay Packers that you can exploit. Some of that due to injury, some of that just due to the player you have on your team that's maybe better than them. Or maybe the advantage is your system, your scheme, and how you approach offense. All of that is what we're going to talk about in this episode. Matchups to exploit versus the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round of the playoffs. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys will like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I'm on that push for 5K, getting real close to being about 150 away. So you can be the reason why I reached 5K before the Super Bowl, which was a goal of mine. Uh, if you're listening on audio platform, 49ers cut back on Believe, please give it a five-star rating. Appreciate all the support that I get from you. And if you're going to bet, why not bet with Bet Online? The NFL playoffs are here, and the NBA season is in full swing. Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get in on the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And where I'm going to start is probably one of the most glaring matchup issues almost week to week. Uh, Every once in a while, it's not as one-sided as sometimes it is. But anytime you have a player like Christian McCaffrey, you start looking for ways to get him the football, whether that's in the running game or that's in the passing game. You look at the running game for the San Francisco 49ers. It has been explosive this season. They average 141 yards per game on the ground. Christian McCaffrey led the league in rushing yards with over 1,400 yards on the ground. They have just been able to carve up defenses and really establish a run game that ties into what they do in the passing game. By doing that, it opens everything else up. So Christian McCaffrey's effectiveness on the ground is going to be huge in this game. 
You throw in the fact that Green Bay Packers give up 128 yards per game on the ground, and you could see that the 49ers could take advantage of getting the ball to McCaffrey in the running game. And that's exactly what you want to do. But it's not just the running game that you find the advantage for McCaffrey in this game. You find it in Christian McCaffrey against the Green Bay Packers linebackers. And this is a matchup that a lot of teams suffer the consequences of. How do you stop Christian McCaffrey when you get him lined up with a linebacker? We've seen it this season. We've seen Quay Walker lined up on linebackers. We've seen Rashawn White and others be able to take advantage of him. And, and why is that? Why do they take advantage of Quay Walker? Well, Quay Walker, just so everyone knows, is 47th best out of 50 as far as a linebacker coverage grade. He is near the bottom of qualifying linebackers as far as coverage, which means running backs often get open against him. Tight ends often get open against him. And now you're going against the best running back at catching the football out of the backfield in the entire league. Christian McCaffrey is the ultimate Swiss Army knife. He can do exactly what you want, but he runs routes like a slot wide receiver. This is a matchup problem problem. Uh, you have to say it twice because it's going to be very nice for the 49ers if they can get Christian McCaffrey lined up one-on-one with Quay Walker. Now, Green Bay Packers are probably going to do everything they can to prevent that matchup because that's not a matchup that works out for them. Here's the issue, though. Joe Barry and this defense is going to have everything they could possibly want uh, to handle because Kyle Shanahan is going to be able to scheme this thing up formationally and with motions and shifts. He's going to move these players around like a Rubik's Cube until he gets the matchup he wants, which could be Christian McCaffrey one-on-one with Quay Walker. Now what Green Bay could do is they could do what some other teams like the Dallas Cowboys elected to do against the 49ers. That's or the Philadelphia Eagles and bring in an extra safety, have them match up with Christian McCaffrey. Then you suffer in the run game a little bit. We already talked about the fact Green Bay's rush defense is not that great. So now you bring an extra safety in and you bring one of those linebackers off and the 49ers can run the football on you. So it's a pick your poison. Yeah, they could turn over to Devondre Campbell and let him do it. He's close to 30th best. He's 29th best in the NFL as far as coverage grade. Uh, So he's down there as well. Not exactly a top half linebackers as far as coveraging our coverage in the league. So I think this is a matchup the 49ers are going to look to exploit early in this game. I'm sure the Green Bay Packers are going to have full attention on Christian McCaffrey and trying to take him away. But that's what happens when you get into these situations with the 49ers. They put so much stress on you. Personnel-wise, you stay in your base set, and Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Juszczyk take advantage of you. You go to your nickel sub package. Next thing you know, the 49ers are in 21 personnel, and they're running you over with a elite run game. The 49ers' unique set of talented players and skilled players that they can use at their disposal make it difficult for defenses. There are teams that have guys at linebacker uh, that are hybrid enough that they can stop the run and still coverage pr- cover pretty good. Uh, When it comes to the Green Bay Packers, they're not one of those football teams. So they're going to have to find creative ways to be able to handle Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. And just when you think you've got Christian McCaffrey hemmed up, you figured it out, then the 49ers do something like put Debo back there with McCaffrey and find a misdirection and then a matchup that gets Debo Samuel running a Texas route or running a whip route against your linebacker and getting wide open. So 
This is an advantage 49ers in a big way. Uh, finding and taking advantage of Quay Walker is going to be something the 49ers try to do. And it's something that Brock Purdy can feel comfortable looking for. If they decide that they're going to show more attention to Christian McCaffrey, well, that means they're not going to show attention to somebody else. And that's why one of the matchups I think the 49ers can exploit in this is George Kittle versus these same tight ends and then the safeties of the Green Bay Packers. And I know we just saw the safeties have a pretty good game, uh, and it's nothing against them. I mean, Savage looked pretty good in that game. I thought he had a you know just an absolute jump on that interception and took it to the house. Uh, but you're going to be going against Jonathan Owens and Darnell Savage. And to me, I think this is advantage George Kittle, throwing the fact that the Green Bay Packers are one of the worst teams in the league against tight ends. So we talked about it. Coverage of the linebackers, not good. Uh, coverage against tight ends, not good. A recipe for success, George Kittle. Marrying that pass game is what I always talk about. You go ahead and you run the play action. Well, guess what? Quay Walker, he likes to be aggressive and go downhill and try to make tackles. He goes with the first guy a lot of times. What that means is if he's doing that, he's not getting a steady drop, which means Brock Purdy has more openings over the middle of the field. To me, this is a game that Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle could take over in that middle of the field, that intermediate pass route area, if the 49ers have Quay Walker uh, continually in there. What do, the, what do the Green Bay Packers do, though? We talked about bringing in a third safety. You know, Maybe they do that. Uh, maybe they go ahead and they try to blitz a lot to try to prevent the 49ers from being able uh, to sit back and throw. But I think this is one of those things where you start finding matchups that you really like. There's only been one game this season, as the 49ers versus Ravens, where I went into the game and it was really hard to find matchups you could completely exploit. You could find matchups you could win, uh, but to exploit was something completely different. And I think that with the Green Bay Packers, I don't have that problem. Uh, they're a good football team. They have talented players. They're disciplined in their assignments. The problem is the 49ers' weapons uh, and the strength of the 49ers' offense kind of counteract what the Green Bay Packers do and where their weaknesses are. Uh, so I, I worry about those guys being able to stop George Kittle because when you're set and dead set, and I'm sure the Green Bay Packers are going to be dead set on trying to uh, stop and slow down Christian McCaffrey because when Christian McCaffrey rushes for 75 yards or more this season, the 49ers are 10-1. and one. So McCaffrey rushes for over 75 yards. The likelihood is the 49ers are going to win the football game. The Green Bay Packers are going to come in with a mindset of stopping that run. When you have that mindset, you have an aggressiveness to come towards the line of scrimmage. You also have the opportunity for plays behind him. You have a talented tight end in George Kittle who showed the explosiveness that he still has over a thousand yards receiving only tight end in the league to go over a thousand this year. George Kittle could take advantage of them being aggressive in that middle void, but also you can get him off blocks because they're so they're going to engage in him trying to get to Christian McCaffrey. And if you run play action, you're going to get some open plays for not just George Kittle, but some of the other wide receivers down the field as well. To me, this is, uh, one of the things the 49ers have to do in this game, if they establish a run game, Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle are going to be really, really hard to stop over the middle of the field. And I'm excited to see what they do there. Another interesting thing in this game is going to be 49ers edge blockers versus the rotation edge defenders. And yes, the Green Bay Packers have some pretty good edge defenders. Uh, both Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary do a good job. They set the edge against the run. Both of them have the ability to rush the passer. 
even though we've seen a little bit of a slump from Rashawn Gary recently. He hasn't been able to get to the quarterback as consistently. He's playing less and less snaps. His average snaps over the last five games has been around 40. So he hasn't played as much, and they were just getting a nice rotation going, and then they lost King, Kingsley Inabare. Uh, and with Barre, uh, Inabare going down with a knee injury, that rotation changes. And how does that rotation change? Well, that means that, number one, they're going to have a young player have to step up in Lucas Van Ness. He's going to step up. Of course, he's been a part of that second-team rotation, but now an undrafted rookie is going to play as well, Brenton Cox, and he hasn't played that much this year. Now, Brenton Cox has some ability. Uh, he's definitely a solid player, but now you're talking about a rookie. The same way the 49ers have a rotational rookie and Robert Peel Jr. going for them, so do the Green Bay Packers. And Brenton Cox Jr. on that edge is something I think the 49ers can take advantage of. Now, I know Van Ness was a high draft pick, but the 49ers like to take advantage of those edge guys and get pushed, especially in a 3-4. Those guys being out there in a more of a wide nine type situation, you can get some movement between them and the defense, the interior defensive tackle. You get them pushed, and then you create voids for the 49ers to be able to run the ball. And I think Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith are going to do good against this. Now, do I think the 49ers can still move the ball? Uh, they can still get a push on the edge? Absolutely, I think they can. Um, the 49ers have been doing this all season, and getting that movement on that edge creates those opportunities for McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Debo to get some explosive runs. If the 49ers start carving off runs, it's going to be big. But those guys have to set the edge and compress the 49ers offense. And if they don't, and they create opportunities, this run game is going to run wild. And the last time we saw an offense of run game run wild uh, was against Green Bay in the playoffs was 2019, where he Mostert went off. And part of the reason was they were able to run everywhere they wanted, gap scheme in the middle, toss plays to the outside. Those types of things are available, especially when you get to the second group of defensive edge players for the Green Bay Packers. So how do the Green Bay Packers counteract that? Can they go with Brenton Cox? Uh, do they go big? Do they maybe move Carl Brooks? Everyone remembers Carl Brooks out of Bowling Green. 49er fans were huge on him. I was too. I wanted the 49ers to draft him. You put him outside. Well, that's when you start running into some issues. Yes, Carl Brooks would help tremendously at setting the edge over Brenton Cox as part of that rotation. But what you run into problems with is the eventual matchups you're going to get against other players. So they've really got a, a problem here where they've got to figure out how to protect Brenton Cox from getting absolutely blown up. And if I see him in the game and I'm the 49ers, I'm putting a target on his back. I want to run right at him because I know I can get some movement and I can get some push. And that is a weak point in the Green Bay Packers defense. Now, the Green Bay Packers could elect and not put him in the rotation as much to go with a three-man rotation. The problem is, what are you going to do when you get to the fourth quarter and those guys, you know, Colton McKivitz and Trent Williams and Aaron Banks have been beating on these guys on the edge over and over throughout the game? Those guys are going to be exhausted. I just talked about Rashawn Gary only playing about 40 snaps per game over the last five. That means that you've got the opportunity to wear him completely out. He doesn't look as explosive. So I wonder if that's a real problem for the Green Bay Packers in this game, taking advantage of those rotational uh, pieces. You're going to try to play those guys a lot, but if the 49ers can consistently get first down, stay on the field, and win the time of possession, uh, it might eventually wear the Green Bay Packers' edge defenders down, and I think that's an advantage 49ers. 
And if you go ahead and you bring one of those safeties into the box to try to help those guys against the run game, you run the risk of getting beat down the field, especially down the middle of the field with George Kittle, with Debo Samuel, and with Brandon Ayuk. So I think that's something that we're going to watch in this game, see how they play on the edge, uh, just see how they handle themselves. And it, it could be a real matchup problem for the 49ers. Edge blockers uh, versus edge, de- or uh, sorry, edge blockers versus edge defenders. And I wonder how much Jawan Jennings gets in on some of these defensive ends and outside linebackers. Going to be fun to watch. And I brought up Depot and Brandon Ayuk and them versus secondary. And you've got the injury. And, I mean, this is probably one of the biggest injuries that the 49ers have seen this year uh, that it could influence how exactly they're played in the secondary. Jair Alexander is dealing with the ankle. And even if he goes, what's it going to be like? He re-injured the ankle against the Dallas Cowboys. There could be weather effects. Uh, these guys are going to know when to change direction. Jair's not going to know when to change direction. I, I think he's going to give it a go. I think he's going to push through and try to get some, um, you know, make some plays for his football team. But now you're going against, I mean, a mixologist in Brandon Ayuk. I mean, this dude can mix you up. Uh, his his route running is superb. He's fantastic. Weight distribution, acceleration. He creates separation at a high level. Uh, to me, this would be an interesting matchup, and I think it's one that Ayuk and Debo can win. There are some matchups for those cornerbacks at Green Bay uh, that you can take advantage of. And, you know, even when they bring in, you know, Kashawn Nixon uh, to play in the nickel, you have an advantage, and you can find some size advantages using Jawan Jennings. Uh, you can find some advantages as far as breaking tackles with Debo Samuel. I think the 49ers' off, you know, offensive wide receivers are going to have some success in this game. And it's a welcome sight having a healthy Juwan Jennings and having a healthy Ray-Ray McLeod. It means we're going to see less of Chris Conley and less of Ronnie Bell. And one of them still could end up not on the roster, depending on what the 49ers decide to do with George Odom. But when you look at Green Bay, they don't have Eric Stokes. And so they really are down to Carrington Valentine and then Jair Alexander. If Alexander doesn't play, the secondary for the Green Bay Packers is going to be deep in their bag, and that could be a real problem for them in this matchup. So uh, 49ers, you know, wide receivers Debo and Brandon Ayuk, I think they could take advantage of this secondary in this game. Uh, next up, Juice versus linebackers and edge defenders. Uh, so one of the things that the Green Bay Packers like to do is they like to bring in an extra defensive lineman on obvious rundowns. You get into your uh, two tight end sets, so 12, 22 personnel, they like to bring in an extra defensive lineman and really try to slow down the run game. Now, the 49ers do run 12 and 22, but they run 21 personnel the most. That means two running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Juszczyk, and George Kittle. Now, if Green Bay elects to play that normal in their base set, right, you find some matchups that you like, but can they stop the run? Can they stop the run without having to commit an eighth man? And then if they do have to commit an eighth man, uh, what does that open up in the passing game? So do they just go with a bigger defensive line, add an extra defensive lineman to the mix, take out one of their smaller uh, edge defenders and go more big, go more Carl Brooks, play less Brenton Cox. If they do that, though, and the 49ers are in 21 personnel, this is where it gets fun. Kyle Juszczyk could have a big game because a lot of times what they want to do is drop off one of those edge defenders if Juszczyk goes and releases out into the flat on play-action passes where you run flood concepts. Well, imagine that Kyle Juszczyk against Rashawn Gary or Kyle Juszczyk against Preston Smith, and they're athletic. 
but they're not Kyle Juszczyk athletic. Imagine Kyle Juszczyk against Quay Walker. We just talked about him being 47th best in coverage out of 50 in the NFL. Those are matchups that work for Kyle Juszczyk. So this is one of those games that, depending on how Green Bay decides to play defensively against the 49ers, could dictate how much effectiveness Kyle Juszczyk has in the game plan. So uh, we talked about McCaffrey and Kittle against those linebackers, and now we're talking about Juice against those linebackers and edge defenders. It could be very beneficial for the 49ers. So uh, Green Bay, how much do you want to stop the run? You want to bring in those extra guys so that way you can prevent Christian McCaffrey from getting to that 75 yards. If you do, how much is that going to open up Kittle and use check and especially use check in this type of matchup. So I'm really excited to see uh, how they play it. It's a chess match. What are you going to do? When are you going to run out certain guys against certain personnel? And the 49ers, I think just have answers. A lot of times there's questions. Do you have the answers? The 49ers because of the personnel and the offensive play caller and scheme they have, have answers for those questions that the Green Bay Packers are going to try to present. So I think it's interesting. I think Kyle Juszczyk could have some success in this matchup. And then I want to talk about one last thing. Brock Purdy versus the Blitz. So the Packers defense has the sixth highest Blitz rate in the league uh, this season at 18.3. So they like to bring pressure. They don't just bring four. They don't just bring five. They like to bring extra guys. So Barry's very aggressive. Uh, who's the best quarterback, though, in the NFL against the Blitz this season? Brock Purdy. He's 10.2 yards per attempt, 15 touchdowns, only three INTs. NFL's best, 6.7% big-time throw percentage. So you Blitz Brock Purdy, you run the risk of getting beat deep down the field. You get a risk of getting a huge explosive play to Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, or Christian McCaffrey. You run the risk of Brock Purdy being able to uh, escape the pocket and create something magical. And I know a lot of people don't think Brock Purdy is special uh, from these other teams. Well, you're going to find out what Brock Purdy can do. Is Brock Purdy a scrambler? No. Is he somebody that can throw the ball 80 yards down the field? Nah. You know what he is, though? Very talented quarterback that can escape the pocket, extend plays, and locate open receivers down the field. And that's exactly what you have to worry about. Those are the back-breaking plays. You've got the perfect blitz dialed up. You've got the coverage that you're looking for. And he escapes the pocket. And he looks down the field and finds an open receiver who's been running the scramble drill and gets open. Uh, it's just a, it's a mess. But uh, whatever one of your strengths matches a you know a possibility that they're going to do that, like Barry's probably going to blitz Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy's just got to take advantage of it. Know what your reads are. Know what your hot keys are. And get rid of the football. It's it's going to be fun. This matchup is cool because uh, you do have a worthy competitor when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. They have some very talented players. But the 49ers have the weapons to be able to go out there and handle any team that they come against. Like I told you, even the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, it was there was some, some matchups that were tough. There was also some good matchups for the 49ers. And in this one, I see some real matchups. And a lot of it starts with McCaffrey and George Kittle. Uh, but you can find ones for others as well. I think Kyle Shanahan's going to come in with a very eclectic approach. I think he's going to try to run the ball from a several different angles, from running in with Christian McCaffrey to running in with Debo Samuel. I think he's going to look to get the ball out of Brock Purdy's hands really quickly early on. And as that defense starts to come up and tighten up, he'll take some shots down the field. And if the Green Bay Packers decide to go heavy and stopping that run early, 
don't be surprised if Kyle Shanahan doesn't just turn to that passing game and say, all right, Brock Purdy, go do it. And he's got the weapons to get it done. The Green Bay Packers struggle against tight ends in the secondary. Their linebackers aren't good against running backs in coverage. And let's be honest, without Jair Alexander, that secondary is a little suspect. You've got two of the best wide receivers in the league in Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. And just when you think you've got everyone covered on third down, here comes third and Jawan Jennings. If you're a Green Bay fan, you don't know who Jawan Jennings is, get used to seeing number 15. He's going to be the guy that's uh, physical in the blocking game. He's going to be a part of some extracurricular activities after the play. He's going to tick off your defensive players, and he's going to make clutch catches in this matchup. That's just who he is. That's just what's going to happen. Uh, but thank you guys all so much for joining the episode. This episode is brought to you by uh, Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, more content still coming out this week. Of course, you can catch the game preview show. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be giving my uh, Wild That's Bold predictions, my prediction on who's going to win the game, and going over a couple of key matchups that are pivotal to the 49ers to win this football game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Join me for that. Uh, but until then, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers.